the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of uh, uh, women. You just got to keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. Did you ever get COVID? Did you ever take an antibody test? I never did. I always said I was going to, and I I never did. I I, I wish I yeah, did. Same here. Well, because I don't I don't know if I had it back then. I don't, I know I didn't have it back in November, just because I was around people. But I just I know I didn't have it. But in last February, beginning of March, last February. Right before it, it hit, but then, you know, now they're, they, well, they've said it a while back, that they think it came, like, well, they don't think, they know it came to the United States way before then. Yeah. So, and, and I got sick as shit, and I don't ever really get sick. Sometimes I get a little bit sick, like a cold, small fever. Right. Day or so, goes away. I was sick for a whole weekend. I haven't, I mean, and, and bad, like... I I had the same thing about that time. It was it was uh, <clears throat> uh I can't remember the month. It was probably March or something. It was like right when we did the essential only people. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, kicked everybody out of my job except for like a handful of us and I was there and it was like the first weekend of that. There I like I woke up Saturday and was just sickest I've ever been. And I haven't been sick in not like that in probably 15 years. Yeah. But then Sunday, I felt pretty much okay, and then Monday was back to normal. Yeah, and that's kind of... I started on a on a Thursday. I started kind of getting a fever, and I went to work Friday, and uh, it got real bad. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm actually going to leave. And I was actually quitting at the time. I had like another week left, and I was like, fuck, I don't care. Fuck it. So I, yeah. I end up uh, going home at lunch on that Friday. And I w- came home, took some ibuprofen, you know, did all the regular shit because I thought I just had like a virus. No, I take that back. I forgot. I did. I went to the doctor. I forgot about that. And uh, because I didn't want to get JJ sick. So I was like, I'm just going to go to the doctor and see if I got the flu because it, really, it was all the symptoms of the flu. So I went to the doctor. They did the nose swab. And yeah. uh, they were like, yeah, it's not the flu. It's just a virus. And I was like, okay. All right. So I went home. You know, loaded up on ibuprofen, cold flu type shit, and then uh, went to sleep. Slept all Friday afternoon, woke up Saturday, took more medicine, slept all day Saturday, all day Sunday until like Sunday evening, and then woke up, went Monday, went to work, and I was fine. And I, all the symptoms. And then I got sick, my father-in-law... Because that's when he was living us for that short period of time when he was getting ready to retire. He got sicker than dog shit. And he's, you know, in his late 50s. So he had 
the fever, the chills, the cough. You know, he had the the breathing problems, all the shit, all the all the symptoms of of COVID. My son had it too. He was, just, but he's so young. He was like running around. We had a fever, and he was kind of like, I don't feel that well, but he was still like playing and stuff, and was right. fine. Father in law, he ended up getting sick for like, he was sick for like three weeks, and. He ended up getting over it, and he was just fine. We are all sick in that same amount of time. Wife, she never got sick, which just could have been asymptomatic. I think it had to be COVID, but I never did do the antibody test. But Yeah. We did it with my son, and they said it wasn't. I mean, we did it, but, well, we did it, like, in middle of the summer. And if they say the antibodies only last for, I don't know. Who knows with that shit, but... We we did it before they were even a thing. We got a test on the internet right. and took took him to uh, one of the labs here in town. They were even they asked us. They're like, "How'd you guys get this test?" We just bought it off the internet. I mean, yeah. Anyway, it could have been a virus. Could have been. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. It's all fucking. <clears throat> I still remember the uh, the first couple weeks there when all that was going down. How packed all the stores were. Like I remember oh, going to. Uh, Orchelands just just to regularly get dog food and you know goat food and stuff like that and uh mm-hmm. man there was people in there like buying pallets of shit like like one guy was like filling up a truck bed with like pine shavings and you know oddball shit but like like he was gonna bunker down for you know months at that point really <laughs> well oh yeah dude it was crazy <laughs> why that's that's some weird shit but you know i guess we did go to uh um uh broadway sorry went to broadway we went to dylan's over here on 47th and Broadway, just north of, of Hayesville. And it was kind of when everything was, like, starting to happen. And yep. my father-in-law, he went with us. And uh, just we just went to go. We didn't really need to buy anything. And it was just like that. Like, there was tons of people, like, baskets full. Like, you know, yeah. like, there was people carrying, like, two baskets. Like, you could tell a husband and wife. Like with right. each other, and like toilet paper was gone, paper yeah. towels were gone, Kleenexes. I remember I found up, uh, I found some dude wipes, and we had toilet paper. Luckily, we had just bought, I don't know, like a week ago, just bought like one of the big, you know, like Sam's packs, right. you know. So yeah, it all it all worked out. But it was like, what the fuck is happening to this? <laughs> and then two weeks later, it's like the fucking world came apart. So now all that being said, it obviously ended up not being the apocalypse. And here we are back to hundred percent normal life. Nothing has fucking changed. And there was really yeah. no reason for anything to change. It was all hype. So the NFL says that they're going to be at full capacity this yes. season. Yes. Do you think that they will demand a COVID passport to go to a Chiefs oh, game? going to jump in. I fucking love it. Yeah, I bet so. Well, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Now that I say that. So we obviously know there's a ton of like woke stuff happening right now with the MLB and whatnot, and we could mm-hmm. dive into that in a, in a little bit. So I don't know now that I say that. I think we're going to see kind of a, uh, let's say like a cultural revolution even happen maybe over the summer with with the COVID passports and with the voter suppression it's not voter suppression, but, you know, the voter ID laws. Sure, yeah. And the – the because we've seen with, you know, the MLB and we've seen with Coca-Cola and we've seen with American Airlines and Delta and stuff like that recently that – anyways, you get what I'm getting at. I think – Right. There, so even just the last couple days, we're seeing a lot of, like, these prominent Republicans and stuff. They're like, what the fuck? They're, they're, they're kind of like 
super anti, they're against the, the wokeness. So maybe not. I wouldn't be surprised if there is COVID passports, though. Yeah, I, I definitely think they're coming. It's just going to be, you know, what capacity. And uh -huh. then, you know, if a state like Florida, South Dakota, Texas, you know, and uh, I think there's a couple others now talking about it, outlaw the COVID passports, you know, then what does somebody like the NFL do when it's a Dolphins game or a Buccaneers game or, uh -huh. you know, whatever. So I don't know. That, that'll, that'll be an interesting one to me because – I'm against COVID passports altogether. 100%. Right? But if they were going to happen, I think the more still awful but more responsible way to at least have them make some kind of sense, granted, I don't think they make sense anyway, but would be some sort of a mass gathering like a concert or a stadium or, or something like that, right? Right, right. Now, I'm not for that. I'm just saying, like, if that was, like, the approach they were taking, like, eh, maybe, but, you know, it sounds like they're just doing it for fucking everything, you know? Yeah, so that... And then uh, if you see that news over in England, you know, they're talking about just allowing regular old employers... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read uh, that today, to, yeah. ...to mandate it, right? And so you can't go back to work if you don't have, you know, the passport or whatever, and, and that's extremely effed up, you know? I mean, I know they claim they're not going to do it, but they even talked about doing it to, like going to bars and stuff, which is just, it's just insane. It, it's such an anti-individual freedom thing that it just blows my mind. That, that, I could see England doing something like that because of who they are. I mean, they're, they still right. got a fucking queen, you know? Um, right, right. So, I mean, but, you know, let's say, let's, let's just for, you know, hypothetical examples, we'll say, okay, cool even though we don't agree, we'll just say, all right, we agree that mass gatherings, concerts, uh, football games, you know, like uh, big sports games like that, um, mm -hmm. you know, rallies, whatever, we're going to, COVID passports are a good idea for the sake of argument. We're going to say yes. The problem is we know as, as much as anybody that any time there's something like this that's, uh, this, that's, that's created or whatever, we'll, let's go back to like the, you know, the uh, Department of Homeland Security after 9-11, TSA after 9-11, the Patriot Act after 9-11. All this shit gets enacted and it never goes away. So, okay, we start with football games and baseball games and concerts. Then it's like, well, okay, what, what step does it go to next? And then right. is it eventually at your grocery store? Okay, because, mm -hmm. you know, Dylan's... And Clip Walmart, list. they get pretty right. busy, you know, and then yeah. so, well, then, all right, so gas stations are next. Then it's your fucking job. Then you can't go to work because you didn't decide to get the vaccine. Where do we draw the line? Well, we have to make a stand now because if we don't right. make a stand, it, it, it's going to lose all control. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think uh, one that I would point to that's, <clears throat> I guess, kind of under the radar, even though it's really in your face is... Um, I think it was called the Real ID Act. Basically, your driver's license, if you've renewed it recently, the new thing is it's got a little yellow star mm -hmm. on the top corner. Uh, and starting, I believe, later this year or next year, you're not going to be able to get on an airplane if your driver's license doesn't have that little yellow star. Hold on. So, <laughs> so it's a little yellow star, right? <laughs> I mean, everybody says like this shit, you know, it's never going to happen. And like the Real ID thing is... I don't know. It's an interesting one because states control the ability to produce IDs for people who live in their state. That's a big thing. 
And yeah. so the federal government has been trying to chip away at that forever. And real ID is the best. Yeah, that little yellow star right there. There it is right there. Uh, yep. So that's a federal government thing. That's federal government encroaching on states being able to ID their own citizens because now you can't get on an airplane if your license doesn't have this little yellow star, which basically just means that when you got your driver's license originally, you produced uh, like a birth certificate, you know, a couple different forms of ID in order to get your driver's license, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like doubling down on proving who you are, supposedly. But so, Cal- you could see in this uh, thing, California has their own version yeah. of it. Of course they do. Anyways. And uh, I mean, I just, this isn't unprecedented, right? So uh-huh. who's to say the COVID passport doesn't become, you know, another little star or, or something in the future? You know what I mean? Right. Like, how do they do this? Right. And, uh, you know, the real ID thing is it's an infringement on on liberty, because it's an infringement on states' rights, and then it's a demand. It's a government demand that you do something in order to enjoy the services of another private company, whether it's an airline or yeah, whatever the things are that require real ID. Uh, I mean, there's and, so and, and many nobody, people who people who are like pro COVID passport. They act like you know this shit doesn't happen, and it's like, well, here's a little tiny version of that with real ID. Except the only thing is real ID is kind of automatic when you renew your driver's license because most everybody everywhere has to, you know, do what they do. Yeah. But uh, it's a baby step towards the same thing, right? And so governments have been, as soon as they can track you and who you are and where you go, I mean, that's it, right? You're, you're China at that point or worse. It's, I, I didn't get into an argument with somebody, but I like to troll Twitter every once in a while. And especially as of lately... You know, the woke left people are like, you guys just need to get the masks are just common sense. And you do, if we just all get the vaccine and, and vaccine passports just make sense. So then we can all just move around freely. It's like, are you listening to yourself? Like at, the state gave you the OK that you can now have your freedom. Are you fucking listening to yourself? And I right. don't under there's so many. There's a privacy, the liberty Let's not even go into like making like a caste system type thing of mm-hmm. people that can't get the vaccine because eventually the vaccine's not going to be free. It's the unscannables and idiocracy. It is like you were sitting in our group <laughs> chat the other night. It is exactly that. Oh my god, you would have it. You can't don't you can't do this because you're not scannable. I mean, you know, I, I sent the group a text earlier and I, I was I was half ass joking, but I was really kind of serious at the same time. It's like you know. uh the, the vaccine passports are, are Jim Crow laws without the, the skin color. You know, Jim Crow laws. Right. You could do this. You couldn't go in here if you were that color of skin. You can't go in here if you don't have a vaccine passport. It's the same fucking thing. Yep. You're not. Okay. W- let's say Jim Crow laws in 2021. You're, black people wouldn't be allowed to fly. And the only difference between a COVID passport and that is the fucking skin color is all that is. We're creating a system of people that are allowed to do certain things and people that aren't allowed to do certain things. All because right. of, of, of something they chose or maybe religion or something else. And it's way more dangerous now because it's an idea. And so when you think about the people that are like the mask Nazis and shit, uh, think about all the other baggage that they come with and their views of government and how the world should work. And a lot of them, their views of uh, morality on a lot of issues, even Mm -hmm. right. It's, it's become its own little mind cult and now they have a uniform and now they're, you know, attempting to find ways to force that down. So in and of itself, you know, 
they might rationalize the COVID passport as, well, health and safety, but I would bet that eight times out of 10, maybe more, those people are all going to align and have the exact same political views on 99% of all the other issues, right? Yeah. And so what the, what the COVID passport really represents really doesn't have anything to do with COVID. It's, it's this group of people and it's the way that their mind works finally finding a way to enforce that onto all the people who disagree with them without their consent. Communism? Yeah. <laughs> it's communism. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's fucking communism. You know, I've said this before. Um, there's a 0.08% chance that you'll go out, hop in your car tomorrow morning, and get in a fatal car accident. It's it's just, you know, it's a blanket. It's, it, it's a stat. It's there. It's on the internet. You can go look it up. That anybody that drives a car has that that, that percent chance of getting in a fatal car accident, wearing a seatbelt or not. It's there. That's a higher percent of you dying from COVID-19. Should we should we take away your car because there's a drunk driver? No shit, right? And that, that same argument also works for fucking guns and all kinds of other shit. But it's like, well, you know, the, the, the mask has become such an emotional thing. The COVID has become such an emotional thing. And now they can use this to their advantage to get what they want. You know what that just made me think of? What's that? <clears throat> you could just wear two seatbelts. <laughs> yes, yes. You know? <laughs> I'll be fine. I got two seatbelts on. <laughs> two seatbelts on. And, you know, if you wear three, you could drive drunk. <laughs> yeah, three seatbelts. They pull you over, officer. Oh, yeah, I've got impervious. three seatbelts on. I'm, you got the passenger one from the back seat, strapped all the way around you. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. It, cr- crazy man. I just, I don't get this. You know, the, just on a privacy thing, just a privacy thing of showing basically medical records to someone you shouldn't have to show them to to enter right. a facility. Right. Ten years ago, this would have been a fucking wild conspiracy theorist. You guys are crazy. You guys are nuts. The conspiracy theorists are... Everything they've said for the last 20 years is actually happening. You know what? I'm going to go all the way with it while we're at it. Uh, So, the, the end of the world sequence in the Bible... Right. There's a thing that is called or referred to as the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. And it says that the beast, right, the the evil figure in the end is going to cause people to get this mark on their head or in their hand or, you know, however, however you want to interpret that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're not going to be able to buy or sell in society unless you take that mark. Right. Yeah. So that's always seemed like a really far fetched thing. Like, well, how could that ever happen? And I'll be damned if COVID passport right now, the COVID passports are not necessarily asking you, you know, from a religious perspective to, to reject God or, or anything like that. So I'm not saying that, well, it is the mark of the beast, but it's, it's, it's taken something that seems like it's really far fetched and you couldn't comprehend how it would happen. And then Holy shit, something just like it is potentially might happen. Right. Yes. Cause it's got lots of people talking about it. Lots of people support it. Lots of people yeah. in high places want to do it. So you know, now suddenly the things that seemed like the craziest fringe, not so crazy anymore. You say that it didn't tell you, you don't reject, it doesn't tell you to reject God, but at the same time, COVID has become a religion. It's I become its, it's, uh, its own. I, I, yeah, so yeah. on that note, I would say, I don't think that like getting the vaccine or even if you're like in New York City and you get the COVID passport, I, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, but to me, that's not asking you to renounce, you know, a, a you know, belief in God or anything like that. But I would definitely say that 
I could see how it could be that. Mm-hmm. And then how a lot of people who support that COVID type passport are probably already on that side of the fence anyway, yeah. because they don't care about the individual decision-making. They only care about the collective decision-making. Right. And it's definitely a, a shot across the bow in that direction for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I mean, there's maybe not reject God yet, but like 20 years from now, you know, sure. Just believe this. Just trust. Well, I mean, I mean, trust th- the think science. about every communist, every communist country ever, right. It's, it's atheist in nature. It's a, it's an, it's an open and outward rejection yep. of religion, right? So North Korea, China, Soviet Union, they're all like that. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what where happens. it goes. We've got to we've got to stand up though. We can't we can't let them even have an inch. Because we know when the government takes an inch, and, and we, we all know that, and, and oh, the government's not going to do it. It's not the federal government's going to do it. No, it's every fucking woke-ass corporation that's going to do it. It's going to start yeah. with the big corporations. Then eventually, it's going to be adopted by everybody else underneath and all the smaller businesses right. underneath. And But guess what? Who works for the fucking government? Who is the government? The big, you know, the, the the libertarian, and these libertarians that piss me the fuck off. Well, it's their it's 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 their business. They have every right to to tell you to get the vaccine if you want to work there. Oh, blah 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 blah, because it's not the government and their private businesses. You know what? Fuck off. We already know that Biden has how many ex big tech executives on his cabinet or whatever. Right. I mean, big tech, big corporation is government. They're all one and the same now. They are right. that communist China way of doing things. Yeah, and I would say to that libertarian, those kind of people that are like, oh, a private company. Well, I mean, so James Madison, right, the guy who wrote, you know, pretty much the Constitution, mm-hmm. uh, his view on the Constitution and stuff was that the government's not supposed to get involved with companies and they're not supposed to pass laws that favor or inhibit one company or another. So if a company has a dispute against another company, that's an issue for courts to decide. It's not an issue for the legislatures to get involved in legislating everything to death and that's that's where we are mm-hmm. and so what we're seeing is now though you know for the last hundred years it's been government favoring one group of people over another you know and they do like this infrastructure bill which is really just oh, it's a God. massive cash grab for like labor unions and all this other insidious bullshit it has nothing to do with infrastructure so it used to be stuff like that but now with this covid passport since the you know the they're all kind of in bed together it's how can we cook this thing up and all be on the same page. And and what it is, is it's corporations and government working in sync because they all know that the government can't do this on its own because there will be a backlash. But maybe if 10 of these giant companies require it, it achieves the same goal, but then a politician never has to go out there and say, you have to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said this earlier in our, in our, in our group chat and our, anything, I think, I think I'm at the point now in life or anything on a big scale, whether it's government. And also also or, to those libertarians, I cut you off real no, quick. You're fine. Before Go I forget, ahead. Is uh, just because someone is a is a private company or a private entity and they do something, it doesn't mean that you're obligated to like it or respect it, right? Right. So right. so just because oh Twitter's a private company, they can kick off whoever they want. Okay, sure, that's fine. I can still fucking hate Twitter and say all kinds of shitty stuff about Twitter and wish that Twitter would go away. 
Well, that's the whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they, they just think it all private company. They have absolute right to do whatever they want. Well, sure. But I also have the right to hate it and not do it. Right. Yeah. But it seems like with against those libertarians, because, oh, God, they're not real libertarians, in my opinion. They're like, oh, yeah, those companies, they have every right to go do that. But it's like, well, I want to express my right to say that company fucking sucks. And they're like, oh, you're just an idiot. And it's like, no, if you're a real libertarian, you'd realize that both parties have that ability. Those, mm-hmm. those, and that's, you know, and the bad thing is those people are in the Libertarian Party at this moment. Right. The Mises Caucus needs to, well, they're doing a good job, I think, about taking over, but they just need to swoop in and just, just finish it off. But, right. Anyway, go down another rabbit hole, another, another tangent, another day. But you, you were, you want to talk about that, uh, you talked about the, uh, the, the infrastructure thing for a second. So I could, I kind of segues into the next thing that, uh, <laughs> this, this two point what well, no though three point one trillion dollar I don't know infrastructure bill blah 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 and and I was right. reading in the article I got pulled up and it's 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 like a week old maybe but Democrats want to bump that to like ten trillion but sure let's, let's not even talk I mean I don't even talk about that real quick when when did a trillion just become like ten bucks yeah well it's that <laughs> so they they never talk about monetary policy. And, and fiscal policy as like separate things if they ever talk about them at all. And so I think what we're seeing is, you know, for the longest time it was like Keynesianism and now we're moving rapidly towards modern monetary theory, which long story short, basically just means the government's going to just print money in perpetuity because they just view it as some random thing. And I don't know what that's going to mean for inflation and how we like, move you know who knows it's kind of uncharted territory but uh yeah this is this is terrifying i mean even in trump's last year you know where we spent seven or eight trillion in one year some ridiculous number now it's like that was small right Mm -hmm. now it's like wow we're gonna just blow it out so i don't know what's going on I, i can't figure out if like is this like the new thing or is like the ship going down and so everybody's just you know trying to bail out as many of their buddies as they can and you know these guys are the haves, and we're the have-nots. So it kind—I don't know. It has to be. It, I cannot. I can't for the life of me think how anybody can actually rationalize and think that it should be perfectly fine to print or to to pass. Sorry, three trillion dollar, two trillion dollar bills one after another. Like yeah. So we need that convention shit. of states to happen and then pass an amendment to the constitution that mandates that the federal government has a balanced budget every year. Yeah. Because what that'll do is it is going to nuke all of the federal spending. They're only going to be able to spend what they can take in taxes that doesn't have to go towards servicing pre-existing debt. Uh-huh. So if that amendment happened and it was that strict where it was like a legit balanced budget, the federal government, you know, your taxes might not change, but there's going to be almost no federal programs at that point because everything's going to have to go to servicing this ridiculous debt. So, you know, in the short term, it would be a lot of change in a lot of, I mean, bad stuff, you know, to a lot of people, right? Because their cash cows are going away. Oh, absolutely. But it's necessary because it really the is. format of this country was supposed to be the states do this stuff and the states run these programs. But since like, you know, kind of Lincoln, early 1900s, Woodrow Wilson, FDR, you know, there's just a chain of them. Uh, the federal government has sunk its teeth into the states and into individual freedoms with federal programs like this green infrastructure deal, right? Where they they come up with all these demands and payouts to certain businesses for certain things. And, 
yada, yada, yada. Uh, speaking of not being infrastructure, one of the things they've stuffed into that bill is basically the guts of what was called the PRO Act, which basically would eliminate right to work states. Right. So it would it would force anybody <laughs> who's in manufacturing. Right. To, to have to be unionized, which I, it's it's so anti freedom. It's ridiculous. And I you know, that was one of my Twitter rants this morning. I went on with somebody was was the union thing because. I just all these little Marxists, you know, they go to college or they turn 18 and they have their little Che Guevara shirt and they're just like, yeah, man, unions. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you how this actually plays out in real life. Because we live that every day. Yeah. None of them have any fucking idea how this shit works. Now, I'm not saying I'm not even anti-union. No, same. Yeah. But but unions should have to live and die by their ideas and their merit in a free market just like anyone else, right? Yes, yes. So if this union offers something to a person and that person deems that that service that union offers is worth the union dues, that person will join the union, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as long as the union continues to carry out those duties in good faith, right, they'll continue to grow and, and get people. So if unions do such a great job at fighting against you know corporate worker abuse and blah, 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 why do they have to make them mandatory? Right? Yeah. It's because unions are on the unions have been on the downward trend uh, since like the sixties or seventies, right? Because there's yeah. just, I mean, you see the posters and you see the attitudes of people. I mean, it's like yeah. e- even at my job, it's a uh, there's certain things I can't do, even though I could do them, that would speed my job up for me and make mm-hmm. my job easier if I could just go do it. But it's not my job code. Right? Oh yeah. So, yeah, that you're so, you're so, taking so someone else's I don't work. Do it. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. so what what I see out there is like so if I'm using this equipment and there's somebody else using the same equipment as me but then their equipment goes down even though it's a relatively simple fix, you know, and and you know might be know how to do it, it's just up oh, trouble call. And then you sit there yeah. for 3 hours because there's only, you know, x number of mechanics going around and then they want to drag their feet because mm-hmm. they want to milk it to the end of the day and it just it's it's retarded. I'll, you know? I'll, I'll, then, I'll I'll do you one even better. What about when I, I I finish building this part, and I need to get it moved over to this area so I can go to this next area and finish building it because of whatever kind of tooling's needed. I got to call transportation and have them do it. Then you're waiting sure. t- two to three hours for someone to yep. come over with a forklift and move it. Yep. And I've gotten in trouble for that before. Oh, me too. I, I was me too. I sat there and I waited for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go get this little forklift and I'm going to put this thing where I fucking want it. Yeah. Right. Because it was like, I'm here all day. I'm, you know, bored of shit, whatever. So I go, I do it. And then, yeah, it, it becomes an issue. Like, oh, shit, who's moving the parts? Oh, oh. so it's just this. Yeah. When I was a manager, oh, God, this is good stuff. When I was a manager, uh, probably six months into being a manager when I first started uh, seven, six, six and a half years ago. So I was at the company you work at. And uh, there was a flat. You touched a part. <laughs> oh yeah, but there was a flat had some scrap parts on it, and I was I called it in because I needed to get it moved out of the area. So I called transportation up. Hey, I need to get this thing moved. There was a skin change. Blah 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 blah. Okay, cool. So a guy, he, we were talking. He was like, "Oh yeah, you got to make sure that stuff's tied down." He goes, "It's not tied down. They'll just come. They'll take a look and they'll just they'll just drive off." I was like, "Really?" 
I'm new into management, you know, so I'm like, he's like, yeah, it's true. And I was like, all right. So I, there's rope that's on this flat. Now, okay, for the listeners, a flat, we're just, it's basically a trailer. Um, right. So there's rope on it. I didn't even have to go find rope. I was like, cool. So I just start tying it down. I had a person in a forklift come up to me. Hey, what are you doing? Looked at him. I was like, what? She's like, what are you doing? I was like, tying this down? Why are you a manager? Are you salary? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to dress clothes. She could tell. I was like, yeah. She goes, you can't be doing that. And I said, I looked at her. I was like, tying something down. She goes, yeah, you're taking someone else's work. And she's like, I'm a union steward. I'll have to file a grievance on you if I see you doing that again. And I was That's just so like, stupid. oh, fuck. Because I tied three fucking knots. But that yeah, is the mentality awesome. of these fucking people. No, I so oh. I got one like that, too. Uh, area I used to work at. Um, so one of the he's retired now. Well, he's kind of a crusty guy. But anyway, uh, part came and it was, you know, a little too dirty for him to his liking to, you know, do whatever he was going to do. So he kicked it back, you know, to the shop to be cleaned or whatever, knowing that there's nobody there, you know, that day or, you know, in that three hour stretch to do that. Right. So he's just going to sit there all day. So they're needing that part. This was one of those games where it's like this shop fighting against that shop. And so the manager of the previous shop does kind of like what you were doing with the knots. He just comes over with the rag and a thing of alcohol. Cause it's, it's, it, we're literally just talking dust, right? Yeah. Like literally sure. just wiping off. And it's not even a bit, it isn't like some giant side of an airplane skin panel. This is something that's like maybe the size of your desk. Right. <laughs> oh, so this manager comes over, staying out call. He wipes all the dust off his part. He looks in there in the window, make sure that guy saw him. He walks away. So old guy immediately files a grievance on the manager. Paperwork gets filed. Doesn't touch the, oh dude, it's just, that's typical though. Like, and people don't get that. This is what your union's really achieving, you know? And then the other thing is, uh, some of this is on the companies, but a lot of it is the unions because they drag the paperwork and they make it so complicated and long that it just becomes like, everybody's just like, fuck it. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. Uh, the people who should get fired because they suck, Can't. it's really, really Won't. hard to fire them unless they just like don't show up to work. Yes. Right. Because the yes. union will exert so much energy trying to not get these people fired because that guy who sucks, there's a 99% chance he's paying that union dues. Right. Yeah. And so they're going to do everything they can to make sure he stays on that payroll. And so that's their only real incentive. A lot of times is to do shit like that. And so, and you know it's uh, it's 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 funny because the younger people like us that really kind of realize all this stuff, there's so many of them that are in the union, but they're like, I can't stand the union. Now they're in it, they're paying yeah. dues, but they're like, I can't stand it because I'm tired of seeing all this shit. I'm tired of seeing all these assholes right. keep their jobs. I'm tired of seeing all these lazy fucking bums keep their jobs. This is going to sound weird, but those people need to kind of unionize and be like, fuck it. We're getting out of the damn union and crush those fucking right. unions. You know, it, right. what I was going to say a minute ago was anything on like just a giant scale, whether it's government or corporations or unions, they all fucking suck. Local unions, yeah. I, we, we begin this conversation, we both said we're not against unions per se. Because I right. do so, agree. So like if you and I were at that same company and there was a hundred of us and we were like, hey, we're the ones who actually build this product. <clears throat> Let's all get together and have a meeting with, you know, the management or whatever about, you know, our wages and stuff like that. Right. Because we have yeah. all the skill. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Right. Yes. And then that union stays within that company. But that's not what we have. I mean, people 
people who are like so anti-corporation, and I'm not necessarily being super pro-corporation. We just went off on a tangent before this. We're bitching about corporations. Mm -hmm. But the unions are corporations in and of themselves. Right? Fucking a, they are. They're like, businesses. Like the union yes. that's at the place I work, it's it's huge. It's nationwide, and they're and they're in hundreds of companies, and it's incredibly non-specific job codes and shit like that. And in fact, a bunch of the higher ups are in fucking prison right now for raiding the pension fund shit and <laughs> flying around on crazy it vacations. It's like yeah. that's classic union mob boss stuff, and that happens yeah. all the time, and it happens everywhere. Yeah. Or, or you see those little shitty guys on the street like shame on the YMCA, right? It's just made up bullshit because they want to try to get their union clause into the YMCA to make the little 18-year-old who's running the little door where you type in your phone number a union member, right? They want to bleed right. 20 bucks a month off his paycheck for their fucking slush fund. Yeah. I kind of went on a tangent there. The whole, like, we were originally talking about the infrastructure bill. And I don't know. I don't know <laughs> well, that's you, in there. That pro act and union yeah, shit, yeah, that's yeah. in there. So, like, so that just tells you, like, what does that have to do with infrastructure? Nothing. But they just yeah. know that it, crumbling infrastructure, we need to build more schools and roads and bridges. Well, because so, it's, it's, it's very well known that lobbyists and unions are the ones who really run Congress. They're the ones who pay everything for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They pay for all their campaigns, give them a whole bunch of extra fucking money, and say, if okay, we're going to do this for you, so then you're going to pass all this extra stuff for us. We know the teachers' union gave in to Joe Biden's and Kamala Harris's campaigns hugely. If they pass something yeah. and it has them where every state is like that, that just gives them so much extra in return. I mean, the writing's like clear. It's on the wall. I think everybody knows how it goes, but yet we still keep doing it the same way over and over and over. Yeah. Well, so uh, you mentioned Joe Biden. There's a video clip of him out there, and he's talking about his stimulus checks or some crap. And the example he gives of a family that's struggling uh -huh. is you, you got a guy who's a firefighter and his wife's a teacher, and they're barely making ends meet. This means a lot to them. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Both of the jobs you just mentioned are government freaking jobs, right? Yeah, so if you sure. think you want to pay the government workers more, maybe we should spend less money on all this other bull crap and give it to the people that actually do something in an actual community, right? But that's yeah. never even the conversation we have. But my point there was just, it shows you these people's frame of reference and how they look at the rest of us. Right. And, and, uh -huh. and just this view of everybody's government, everybody's here. It, it's, it's skewed because the government is supposed to exist and be controlled by the people. Instead, we have a government that controls the people, you know, which is completely yeah. backwards. So it's it kind of mind boggling. Um, the what you just said, the government controls the people. And, you know, it's, it wasn't meant like that. No. I actually ended up talking to some people on Twitter, um, not really talking, kind of arguing. But it kind of started with the the so here a few weeks ago when our county did away with the mask mandate and health order and people were like well the state the, the state still has one so it trumps the the, the county well no it doesn't right. like this is right this is that's not how it's supposed to work the yeah. localist level government is, is bottom up yes that's what is and, and why is that so hard for people to understand and and i'll use the example because this one kind of resonates with just so many people marijuana it is illegally yeah. illegally to smoke pot at a federal level, yet states, and we know because it's happened in, 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 in so many states, 
that they have legalized it now, the right. Fed doesn't come into those states and start arresting right. did people. The, did the DEN go wage war against Denver? Exactly. Uh, Is the DEA waging yeah. a war against Portland, Oregon? No. no. And, and, and and there's even actually some cities now, um, I think it might be in like Alabama or something, I can't remember. There's a city that has now legalized pot within just that city. So you can smoke as much as you want within that city. It's not legal in the state. Guess what? It works at a fucking town, county, state, federal is how it's supposed to work. Right. I don't get why it's so hard for people to understand that. Just because your state still has one doesn't mean your town or your county has to follow those rules. Yeah. And- so I'll, you know, this is probably a bit of a stretch, but I'll throw in some Civil War stuff even there. So uh, one of the things we've lost as a nation is, is the idea of nullification where the federal government can say, do something and a state can just, nope, not going to do it. Right. It's, it's uh, the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. And so obviously in the civil war, nullification got wrapped up with, you know, slavery and stuff like that. And so that attitude we've kind of lost. And ever since then, it's always been this, Oh, the federal government says something, right. Washington DC says something, uh-huh. it's gotta be a certain way. And it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse, you know, and that, that the spirit of, genuine independence in genuine limited government, which exists at the local level is what everybody needs to get back to. And I think we're seeing that now, you know, in a, like the one that that's on here now about major league baseball in Georgia, right. Fighting over yeah. voting laws. Uh, states can do what they want, you know, and, and that's how it's supposed to be. And if you don't like it, leave, go to a different place, right? Like people who didn't like the Soviet union tried to get out of the Soviet union. Right. So I don't know. That needs to make a comeback. They're, they're, we need to lose this idea of one giant hege- he- hegemon, you know, landmass, yeah. and well, get back to, hey, I'm I'm a Texan or I'm a Kansan or whatever it is, you know, and, and kind of roll back the national identity a little bit. I think would help a lot. We we've said it before. The founding fathers realized that collectivism on the on a such a large scale doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. Individual states, I mean, we maybe just could say this every fucking episode until it drills through some people's heads, but, you know, individual states, smaller, 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 because not everybody thinks the same. That's why people in New York don't think the same as people in Texas, and people in Kansas don't say, think the same as people in Wyoming, or, or, or you know, or uh, North Dakota, or Oregon, or California, or whatever we going on and on. Um, but, I, I don't know, I just... Maybe maybe one day, and maybe it's going to take more of this. You brought up the the, the, the Georgia thing, you know, because that all stems for the the uh, Georgias or not the the Georgia the, the the MLB thing in Georgia. It stems from the voter ID laws, and you know, uh, there was one thing Georgia did where the no that was sorry that was that was Delta Delta Airlines Delta Airlines American Airlines MLB Coke I think that was the four recently that have been big news on voter suppression they're so so much against the georgia having now requiring id to vote and uh georgia like revoked um i think it's their tax their tax tax cuts on jet fuel for delta or american i can't remember which one yeah it's 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 fantastic but the states are finally like we're fucking done with this stupid bullshit you know this this corporate this federal government mass union you know wokeness so. You know, and that was that was the thing on the Georgia voting law that, you know, the you know, the media is never going to tell you what's actually in that law. And it turns out that the Georgia stuff that they're passing into law 
basically makes it a lot more like kind of New York state has mm-hmm. uh, where the law is just more clear. Yeah. And so everybody knows that in a polling station, there's not supposed to be political signage or somebody trying to tell you who to vote for whatever. Right. It's illegal. Right. And so the people who run the polling station are supposed to police that and, you know, kick people out or, or whatever. Yep. So what was happening in Georgia was people were giving people who were standing in the long lines, you no know, water snacks or whatever, but they would be wearing, you know, a Biden t-shirt or uh, an NRA t-shirt or whatever. Yes. And using that exchange of the bottle of water, right. Is doing somebody a courtesy, but Hey, let me tell you about da, 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 da during their 30 second water bottle exchange. Right. And so if poll people try to do their job, and say, ah, 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 I see what you're doing here. You're handing the water, but you can't be doing this. And then the person, oh, I'm just holding water. You can't. Oh, look, I got a water bottle. Yeah, I can stay here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're just playing games. And so it's just enforcing the rules that already exist that mm-hmm. everybody knows are supposed to exist. I mean, everybody saw the videos in Georgia of some of those polling stations that would have like big ass freaking signs on the side of the building, you know, that's basically Democrat propaganda as people are walking yeah. in. And I'm not saying that changes people's minds, but if the setting is going to be that people are going to just walk around neighborhoods and go get 10 randos who, you know, are probably stars of some retarded Reddit video to go vote. And it's just a come vote with the mob. Oh, look, here's this sign with the sample ballot of who you should vote for. And these are the guys that, Oh, you like weed. Here's the weed guy. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, yeah, these are exactly not the people that you want. Right. And so if, if cleaning up the polls, makes this i mean as much as they want to say like voting is sacred it's a right it's a duty it's so sacred oh my gosh the government january 6th was so evil the government is sacred okay well then treat it like church right you're quiet you wait in line you put on your sunday clothes you read your bible when you go home you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if this is going to be that then why don't we have these these strict rules and the strict culture around it right why is it the opposite well and and all that aside it just boggles my mind, too. We'll just talk about the ID thing. Why is it such a big deal to have to show ID to go vote? Or, sorry, what, right. that's not... Why is it... Why, why are people against that, is what I meant to say. Um, I, I don't get it. You know, if you want to... So many of these corporations, you know, uh, to get on an airplane, you have to show ID. You know, to to do just about anything you've got to have a fucking id to buy like beer next time you know if i get carded at a, at a liquor store and i don't have right. my id with me is that alcohol suppression like you're suppressing me for my right to be able to buy alcohol at that point what the fuck like why is it such a big deal to have i mean well so you always hear it spun is like oh well voter id is racist right the implication being that minorities struggle to figure out how to get ids bullshit but it's like okay well nobody's arguing that you know minorities aren't able to buy beer exactly you know and if you're and if you can go buy beer i mean chances are cigarettes you know what i mean it's just it's just like this is so retarded right and the people that don't have ids the people that don't have ids probably aren't gonna go vote anyway you know and you to be honest, you probably don't want them voting, right? If, if they're no. not competent of mind enough to go do this simple, basic task to do something that the world thinks is the most important duty of a citizen in the world, then maybe you don't want their opinion. Maybe. Or, or maybe you can have their opinion, but you don't want them having a say in who controls the nuke button. Right. Right. There we go. 
Well, we're racist for saying that because we I mean, all know I mean, that it's, only it's black no people different are different than like, you know, so we're both guys with, you know, a house and a mortgage and cars and wife and kids and stuff like that. You're going to take life advice from a 15 year old. <laughs> let's let, let's no. let them vote. Right. Let them vote. Isn't that a thing right. where they want like to, to lower the voting age too, to like 16 or something uh, like that? I don't think so. I don't think they want to let them vote, although that would be coming in the future. They're setting it up for that. What that bill does is when somebody turns 16, they're automatically registered to vote, mm. but I still don't think they can actually vote until they're 18. But you see what they're doing there, though, is they're yeah, they're preemptively poisoning the well, right? Because then in four more years, it'll be, oh, look, we registered all these 16-year-olds, right? And look, we spent all this. Like there was another bill. I forget what it was called. It was like the American Civics Act or some crap like that. But the whole premise was that it was going to give money to schools that teach this new version of action civics or civic action or whatever, which what that means is you get class credit for making protest signs and going to public events, which is, you know, protests and marching around. And it's a way to get some Marxist teacher in there with a bunch of students to go stir the pot. Right. And then they're going to have those kids firing up their school to go vote for Bernie Sanders or some shit, which people seem to forget this is what the red guard was in China in the 1960s. Mm. I mean, they literally went after the high school and college age kids to go permanent revolution, right? They're, they're always fighting a war in their mind. And and that's how that Marxist stuff gets established because they, they prey on people that are easily influenced. They're of an age where they can go out and cause problems because if you or I as a grown ass adult male who has property and, you know, legal liabilities goes out and does something, uh, you're screwed, right? But a 16, 17, 18 year old goes out there and breaks a few windows and sets something on fire. Probation, it's, diversion. Uh, it's, you know what I mean? If so, you're under 18, it doesn't fucking matter unless it's murder, right? Or rape. Yep. Yeah, you'll it'll drop off when you're 18 years old and you've got a clean record after that. So why sure. wouldn't you want those people on your side to go help Absolutely. fight your revolution? So yeah, it's just a lot of smoke and mirrors and cloak and dagger shit so i don't know i i think a lot of this is going to rest on uh, joe manchin democrat from uh, west virginia he's he's been resisting a lot of this stuff uh you know good for him yeah but we'll see what well, you, you know, know i think the thing to figure out is is this is the left doing this from a position of power or are they doing this from a position of weakness because you know like you mentioned earlier is there a kind of a cultural pushback? You know, did the did the giant is it finally starting to wake up? You know, and, mm. and push back on this stuff because I, I I'm not so sure that's not what we're seeing where there's gonna be a cultural pushback against all this woke crap. You know, and I I even said uh, a few days ago I'm almost for them trying to to pass write these crazy ass bills to try to make them become laws. Just the wildest of the wildest, way to the other side, and that way individual states can say "fuck off," fuck yeah, off. And we're seeing that. You're seeing Georgia yes. with the voting thing. You're seeing Florida already passing laws to to nip the COVID passport thing in the bud before it's even for sure even going to be a thing. Yeah. Which it shows you that in some of these states, these really really important conversations are already being had. So the more the left uh, pushes for some of this crazy stuff. Uh, the more people that are going to wake up, hopefully. Right. You mentioned COVID COVID passports. Again, I think we should really segue into this. Yeah. yeah, Jump jump around for a second. I'm going to grab a beer. Yeah, go ahead. We'll take a quick break. Let's do it. Okay. So Wade's back. Um, We should have hit this earlier, but it's perfectly fine. 
he hit a, Wade said vaccine passports again, and that really brings us to this well, next thing. So let's let me preface it real quick. Okay, go so ahead. In this clip, the the thing to listen for is the mask coming off, and when I say that, it's a metaphor for. Mm-hmm what their real intentions are, right? Mm-hmm. So the mask is basically, it, it looks like compassion. It looks like empathy. It looks like concern. But the way she talks, it's actually about power. And it's about, she even, I think, uses the words, dangle the carrot she right? does. in yes. return in regards to the COVID passport and freedom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the mask drop means that they're telling you what they really think here and she's not aware of that because these people live in la la land but but somebody who doesn't subscribe to their thing you'll hear this and you'll be like what a freaking petty tyrant so well the reason they don't understand it you've said it before it's the thanos thing thanos right you know in the in avengers endgame or i'm the only one who can save the universe yes by killing half of the population (laughs) of the universe he thought he was doing the good thing i I actually use that analogy all the time now that you, you told me that I don't know, 10 podcasts ago. And it makes so much sense. Like, that guy didn't know he was doing a bad thing. There's so many he of these people out there. He thinks he's the good there. guy. Yep. Yeah. And there's so many of these people out here that think they're the good guy. They're, they they just they bought into their shit so much, and they're so narcissistic and, and egotistical and, and, and sociopathic and, and whatever words you want to come up with it, that they don't even realize that they're actually the bad guy. So anyways, yep. let's get this video. And this is a video of Dr. Lena Wynn, and she's talking to Chris Como on CNN. My main concern is that we're not going to reach herd immunity because of vaccine hesitancy. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to believe who desperately want the vaccine right now. And they're thinking, oh, well, it's just a small percentage of people who are actually anti-vaxxers. And that's true. There is the anti-science, anti-vaxxer contingent. But I think that there are many more people, millions of people who, for whatever reason, have concerns about the vaccine, who just don't know what's in it for them. And we need to make it clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back Back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway and i fear a situation of coming into the fall where we never reach herd immunity and then we get hit by the next surge of 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 covid19 in the fall something that we could have prevented if we just got people vaccinated now so that's it uh (laughs) man yeah, it's just how are we going to get all these people to do what we want if they're already free before we make them do the thing? <laughs> yeah. We have to make them do the thing now before they have freedom on their own. Right. Yeah, it's garbage. Hey, and then even at the end, you know, people say, oh, well, she's just talking about the possibility of another fall resurgence thing. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, that's been blown out the window. Cases cases are going down at a ridiculous rate. Mortality is going down at a ridiculous rate. Uh-huh. Uh, people who want the vaccine now can go get the vaccine uh, you're not going to die of COVID, right? If you're not morbidly obese or over the age 83? of So <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's not a thing. You know, early on, back when like the panic that we talked about at the beginning was happening, you know, there was that audio of that senator who, you know, never got in trouble for this, by the way, 
uh, saying that this was going to be the 1918 Spanish flu that killed, you know, millions and millions of people, you know, in a short period of time. COVID wasn't that and it isn't that and it's not going to be that. And viruses, they do this anyway. It comes, it hits really hard in a year and then it's gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it goes to the next one. And then they keep trying to scare everybody with like the variants and the mutation and stuff like that. (laughs) That's what viruses do, by the way. But the thing with the mutation, and the thing with (laughs) mutations is the mutation is still based on the previous iteration, right? So your body is going to have natural immunity to the mutated virus, right? Not necessarily as good or as strong of immunity, but each time the virus iterates, your body is more and more able to cope with it, Mm -hmm. right? The only time these mega pandemic strains show up is when it is something that's truly new that your body has never seen before, right? Which is like the Spanish flu or like the bird flu Mm -hmm. where it jumps from birds into humans. It's something humans have never experienced. It's the same with this one, right? Whether it got out of a lab or not. I believe that it came out of a lab, but the origin of the virus was one way or another with bats. This is a non-human virus. That's why it hit humans hard. But now that humans have experienced this virus, COVID-21 and COVID-23 might still make you sick, but they're going to be less severe than COVID-19 was. That's that's just how that works. And so obviously they're going to keep pushing vaccines here in perpetuity, but it's just such bullshit. And they keep trying to just push this little nugget of, oh my gosh, what about the future? It gets back to your car wreck thing. It's like, oh my gosh, I better wear two seatbelts because that 0.08% chance that I get in a wreck. You know, it's just, it's that retarded. Well, math says that if you wear two seatbelts, 0.08 obviously divides in half and it's 0.04 at that point. So, Well, and I'm the anti-science one and, and you can go, you know, read on all that stuff later. But, you know, you, oh, well, somebody said it on CNN and they had, they went to college. Okay, maybe that's part of the problem sometimes is that these people are just on a bully pulpit with an ideology more so than actually invested in like truth and how the world works. That goes to like our conversation we had earlier in our chat. It was there's so many people like older folk that they've just grown up their entire lives. You know, we're talking our grandpas and grandmas, you know, at one point in time, the the news or the or the newspaper it was it was something that could be trusted, even though back then it was still, you know, they were they were trying to get their their way or their 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 they're activists basically, and now it's just apparent that they're activists. Journalists aren't even like a thing anymore, like actual journalists, but so many people trust it because for fifty, sixty, seventy years, they've always trusted it. Well, they're not going to say something on TV that. That's that's a lie. You know, it, it's kind of funny because we always get, you know, don't believe everything you read on the Internet. Don't believe everything you fucking see on TV. But you were supposed to just automatically believe the stuff we see on TV because, well, it's always been that way. It's, you know, back back then, you know, that they only reported the news and, you know, they, they, they don't put false stuff out there. They would never do that. They would never betray the people. Well, it's obviously apparent that they do and they always have. But right uh, it's it's wild stuff, man. But this is a uh, this this is I don't know. Like how much more blatantly obvious do you have to be? But there's still gonna be people that are gonna go out there and defend that she was. Well, she's just talking about variants and variants and fucking variants. I mean, viruses mutate. That's what they do. They end up weakening. They end up dying off. Our body gets stronger to them pretty soon after a couple years. Like you just said, it's nothing. But it's like, for some reason, we have to have this perpetual boogeyman. 
since since 2000, we'll just say 2000, we've had what the 9/11 thing, terrorism, anthrax, uh, SARS, Ebola, Zika, SARS-2, MERS. I mean, how many fucking things can we come up with just since 2000? Where it's like there has to be this, right. and and so many people that that, that that just just fall into the COVID thing, and and like, oh, you know, it, it's out there. It's there. There are people out there that haven't left their house in over a year. Think about that. There are people that haven't that, that they they their loved ones have died, and they haven't they weren't with them when they passed away. Think about that, because there's this boogeyman that they see. When you can go out and hop in your fucking car and there's a greater chance of you dying, unless you're under 83. Right. It, it, the average death in the United States, the average death is actually lower than what the average COVID death is, you know? Right. Yep. <laughs> it's like, but people still, well, it's on the TV. You got to believe it. Oh, God, CNN reported on something and it's bad stuff. So we've got a variance. Well, and what's, what's sad, what's sad about all this that those people, they just refuse to see is that we knew all of this really early on in the pandemic, that it was old people that it was affecting, that it was fat people that it was affecting and that kids weren't affected. Mm -hmm. But it's been a year and we've stuck by this. The schools are closed. You can't do stuff. Wear a mask. Be locked down, even though that makes no sense at all. And we knew that like four months in. Some of that's actually Trump's fault, too, for allowing it to get this far. He should have got yeah. rid of some of these people. And he didn't because he was a chicken. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the people that think that like the past COVID passports, like a, how you get your normal society back, like I, I could empathize maybe with somebody who doesn't pay attention and, and thinks that because it sounds good on the surface. But just remember that Fauci was just in front of Congress a week ago saying that even if you had the vaccine, you still had to wear a mask because these big spooky variants, the vaccines didn't work against, right? And mm -hmm. so we're not out of this because yada, yada, yada. So if you think that COVID passport is really going to give you your freedom back when the official narrative is that these variants are the are the new boogeyman, yeah, right? It, it's just going to go from one thing to the next yeah. in perpetuity. And so it's not going to end. So it's another bullshit thing that they're trying to sell you uh, early on when trump was president right what did they call the masks do you remember instruments of freedom right oh, if everybody yes, just yes. wears a mask we can go back yes. to doing your stuff that's yes. that was a fucking another bold face lie yeah. you know it, it just it's always been shit like that mm -hmm. uh, and think about this too because this goes under the radar is a uh, part of how vaccines get emergency authorization is there can't be another treatment like a drug or a therapeutic on the market or or closer into development right so yeah. i'm not saying hydrochloroquine was like the cure but now think about all that media outrage against people saying that hydrochloroquine might work right yeah. because that puts a hold on the vaccine well now think about when trump got sick and the thing that he took was regeneron right yeah the plasma which was a therapeutic drug yeah right yeah so if that exists before the vaccine comes out those vaccines don't come out because there's a therapeutic that can can win out that isn't a vaccine right and it's something that you take like a cold medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. This, I don't know. This whole thing is... You know, is, it's, it's interesting. You just, you, buck. It's interesting you just brought that up because the Regeneron thing, you know, Trump actually did... He signed an executive order to let that be like a use for emergencies and blah, 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 or whatever. I remember him. I remember watching it. Uh, he had a big announcement or whatever. And we haven't heard shit about that since, really. You know, no, it's, you it's all vaccine, vaccine, these vaccines. vaccines. Yeah. You got to have this miracle, you know, this miracle Because they, they can't give you a passport, right? Like if you can just not, I'm not saying Regeneron is something you're going to go buy at Walmart, but if that's something that's available. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
okay, I'm low risk anyway. So, so why would I do something? I don't get flu shots. Right. So why, why right. suddenly would I go get this? Especially if, even if I did get really sick, which I'm not gonna, cause statistics says I'm not, uh, there's a drug that's available out there that can, in somebody in my condition, I win. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they can't have that. You won't hear shit about it. Uh, there's another one too called, uh, in the same vein as hydrochloroquine, right? It got brought up because it's used as an antiviral drug against mm-hmm. like malaria and it's been around for a long time. Well, there's another drug called ivermectin. It's also used in, in Africa and a lot of those countries and it has actually shown to be effective in a lot of cases against COVID, but you don't hear shit about that either, right? Oh, fuck no. So. Yeah. I've, you know, and you don't, you don't hear about, and we only ever, ever, ever talk about cases. Just active numbers of cases. There's, uh, in the last month, people in such and such state have tested positive for COVID-19. No, no, no. You should be focusing on, in this state, this number of people have died from COVID-19. Yes. Not, it's it's not always COVID. been the, yeah. the thing that people should worry about is how many people died yeah. and what were the conditions around their death? Were these people that were already sick? Were these people that were fat? Were these people who yeah. smoked? Were these people of a certain age range? Uh, all that stuff. Yes. But no, that was, that was never anything. It was just, oh, we had all these deaths. We had all these deaths, you know, and then they never want to tell you that it's all, you know, people that are over the age of 75 in nursing homes. Right. Not that that's not terrible in its own right, but you know, when you tell a society, Hey, we have this really bad disease that's killing off all the old timers. Right. Well, it cured. So we're going to mandate that every grocery store has senior citizen hours from seven to eight and you can't go into an old folks home if you're sick or without showing that you have some sort of urgent need to be there until we figure out what we're going to do. Bingo. Life goes on like normal for 80% of the population. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I said a long time ago, end of April, beginning of May is when we're going to start seeing things opening things really kind of happening and, and it's so far everything i said is true you know the 100 day mask mandate the delivery of the vaccines it's just you know people are states are starting to say fuck it this this year the spring heat is going to kill it the summer heat's going to kill it what happened last year well you know it didn't matter what happened last year you know this year it's going to there's just going to be you know <clears throat> but variants so make sure you wear your mask and make sure you go get your vaccine but Anyway, we probably beat that with a dead horse. You want to move on to something different now? Yeah, uh, electric Hummers. Is that a car or a sex toy? <laughs> That's going to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> electric Hummers. Is that a car or a sex toy? <laughs> oh fuck! You know, <clears throat> this is a whole other thing. Because who the fuck can afford an eighty thousand dollar electric vehicle? Like. <laughs> What I and I don't know what the mileage on one is. I haven't looked it up. I don't care to look it up. But a Tesla is like best at four hundred miles. So let's just say it can go four hundred miles. It's just to get a charge. Then you got to go find a place to charge, motherfucker. And instead right. of going to the gas station where you can fill up in that, let's say ten minutes at most, go get a snack, get a Slim Jim, get a Gatorade. You know now you got to wait you know fifteen minutes or so or longer to get a not even a full charge. It's just right. Uh, well it's kind of a symbol of the whole eco shit to begin with is it's just a status symbol 
It really is. It's, it's, it's just a virtue signal for a certain crowd of person to say, oh, look at me. Here's It's that episode of South Park where everybody drives a, a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And every time they fart, they bend over and sniff their own farts. Oh, that's wow, that's what yeah. the electric Hummer is. I'm not saying it's not cool. Right. And that it's, you know, I mean, it's obviously powerful and I'm sure it's really nice on the inside. It's sure. just if hum, if Hummers, if the like not the army Hummers, like the H2 Hummers, right, that became kind of the rap guy pop culture retard icon yeah right? yeah the electric hummer is that for like the eco crowd it's like the oh fuck yeah oh let me reserve this hundred thousand dollar car because it's a you know what i mean it just oh yeah i'm not like anti-electric car i just it, it's part of that this new cult of bullshit right you know, you know i'm actually i'm pro electric car now that being said i'm yeah. also very much pro gasoline car too um I would love to have a Tesla or something to drive to work every day as my daily driver. Sure. I mean, fuck. I'll save my fucking gas for the weekends going to the lake and stuff. Shit. Why not get an electric car? But you you, you summed it up with, with that, 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 that crowd, that eco soy boy, um, I don't know, sniff your own fart crowd. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I almost, I, I think it was maybe you that said it. A few weeks ago, it's like sell the eighty thousand dollar Hummer till it becomes you know you get all these um, oh influencers and and rap icons and you know just people with money that have influence on social media they'll start buying them like look at me I'm driving my new electric Hummer oh this is so cool so you can really because for some reason we've focused our entire lives around what do the celebrities do and we got to do what they do and once they all do it for a year or so. Then they'll come out with a cheaper version, which will really make people want to go buy it. Well, I want to buy this because, you know, uh, Bad Baby, the fucking Cash Me Outside girl, she has one. So I want one because she has one because that's the cool thing. Right. The uh, So before I get to the Cash Me Outside girl, <laughs> yeah. the uh, so on the, the Super Bowl commercial it was like, oh, Norway has all these electric cars. Yeah. You know, Americans need to buy more electric cars. In Norway, they don't tax the electric cars, right? So they're cheaper to own just from that standpoint, and they're they're cheaper to buy. So, you know, they're not going to do that in America. If anything, they're going to subsidize it, right? So then the government's going to print more money to try to make these things. It's just right. You go right. about everything so wrong. Yeah, it, it's just the most retarded thing in the world. Uh, hey, before we jump into bad baby, give me a let me get a drink. One second. Right. Okay, sorry, I'm back. So, cash me outside, girl. Everybody <laughs> thought her life was a joke, and she was just hilarious, and she didn't even know it. <laughs> she is now a millionaire, uh-huh. and it only took her six hours on OnlyFans to become a millionaire. Well, I think she's already been a millionaire, but she oh, made. Uh, okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah, but she made. Oh, after that whole Dr. Phil. So, if you don't know who the cash me outside girl is, her na- she, she's a rapper as well. Her name she's, is. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, she's yeah. in the intro. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Um. Yeah, she is an android. Yeah, her name is Bad. Cash me outside. How about that? Yeah, her name is Bad Baby, and I think it's like B H A D B Baby. I, I maybe something like that. Anyway, her music sucks. It's fucking complete garbage, like a lot of rap is. Um, but she was the girl on Doctor Phil. I don't know. She was still like a teenager. She was like thirteen years old, and this was probably like ten years ago, maybe not. No, oh, probably, probably not longer 10 years than ago. that. Might have been longer than that. Oh hell, maybe I, it was a while ago. And she was like, "Cash me outside" like, in the intro. "Cash me outside." How about that? And 
She started an OnlyFans account. I, so she must be 18 now, I bet. Because I bet, maybe it was only five years ago. Because, now, well, let's just look it up. This is going to bug me. The, only, the reason I said that was because I would I would have seen someone like her starting an OnlyFans account when she's legal. Um, oh, wow, it's bad baby with an H. She's oh, 18. Yep, she's 18. She's 18. Yep. So it was five years ago because I remember, I remember Dr. Phil saying she was 13. So, yep, this makes sense why she... March 26th, she fucking just turned 18 years old and started a fucking OnlyFans account. This fucking slut. <laughs> this I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of jealous. This, oh, I mean, fuck, I'll show some butthole pictures for a fucking million dollars. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, I, but, I, <laughs> what's wrong with our country? I mean, okay, these incel creepy fucks are paying did they did they go to look or did they go to laugh right and then does that million dollars is it like sustained or is this like a it hits for a, a week and then right. it's over you know so i would actually i would give her a little bit of respect if she actually doesn't post any pictures of her in the nude because yeah. there's tons of only fans accounts that are basically just these instagram hoes that now have gone from Instagram and they've gone to only they've went to OnlyFans right. because they make a yeah. lot more money on OnlyFans and they're just bikini pictures, lingerie pictures. Okay, all right, whatever. I would give her some respect if she just did that. I don't see that happening. She's probably showing her fucking starfish to the world right now and letting everybody look up that fucking poop shoot. <laughs> you know, I mean, I could just see this this hoe doing that. Because she's a nasty, I mean, she's a fucking hood rat street cunt. I just, I, you know, but uh, literally, there, there's uh, literally, yes, we all saw the Dr. <laughs> Phil episode. I mean, <sighs> and she's probably also talking she drives, about, I bet she'll drive an electric Hummer. I bet she does. And she probably also talks about voter suppression too. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Her, her vote matters just as much as your and I's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Well, I guess the last thing we can jump into, uh, aliens in space. And this is uh, exciting news. This is, uh, well, if I can get this to open real quick. So, what the hell? Oh. I, you know, I didn't think it was like the world's most interesting story, but it was just interesting in the concept of the Earth changes a lot over long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And so it was basically saying the area that is the Amazon forest now was once not so much a forest. And then after the asteroid, the plant life in that region just exploded. And then it became the rainforest that it is today, even though at the time, some 40% of species went extinct in that area, plant species in that area. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, but you know, I don't, the whole climate change thing, you know, the, the earth is, doing its thing and this was an outside event obviously influenced by an asteroid but i think when you when you're talking about stuff that's on like a, a long cosmic scale like even climate change like they you know john Kerry will will never tell you this uh even if the u.s stopped all carbon emissions tomorrow and was completely carbon neutral tomorrow like like literally it's not going to change the current predictions for the temperature of the earth in a hundred years at all. So you have to ask, like, 
what are we actually doing and what are we actually trying to achieve here? And, and is it better to, to go retarded and then hope that an asteroid doesn't hit and just change anything anyway? Or should we just try to sort of prepare for a future that is going to be inevitable? Well, on, on in some way or another, right? For scientists that are so climate change, now, carbon, carbon dioxide. We all know what plants breathe in. It's carbon mm -hmm. dioxide. So the more carbon dioxide we create, the bigger and more lush plant life will be, which then in turn is going to create more oxygen. How is that so bad? You know? And I don't know, that's some fuck bro science, whatever. But No, that was actually in a Harvard study a while time. back. That, you know, we're increasing carbon and it's having a, an effect on plants. And so what's going to happen is that we stop doing all this carbon. The plants stop getting, you know, as big or as lush or whatever. At the same time that we're chopping forests down, mm -hmm. it would actually steer us more towards the Ice Age thing than it would, you know, the, the hot thing. Mm. Uh, because you're, you know, just... I don't know. People don't ever think about that stuff, and well, that's no. interesting. It's because they just told. Well, it's because we handed government a monopoly on science through the American university system, right? Because it's all funded by the government. Everybody gets these federal grants to go produce specific kinds of research. They hire specific kinds of people to do it, and they teach specific kinds of classes. So there's a there's a business value and a business model there that you know you garbage in, garbage out. Right. What, and what, so yeah. it's just that's that's what it's going to do. So what do you expect? Like, there's never going to be another narrative because there's not allowed to be another narrative. Right. right? So what you just said, the most most government, most studies, most uh, uh, stuff like that, it is funded by government. Well, do you think that there are people that are actually going to put money into studies and not get the results they're looking for? You know, right. there's all kinds of science out there that proves otherwise, but that's not where the money's at. Yeah, there are private entities that 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 put money into studies. Those private entities are entities are generally big corporations, which we all know that they're government anyways. So government, you know, you're not going to if you're looking for a set, if you're looking for these kind of results to influence something, you're not going to put your money in something that gives you the exact opposite of what you want. Right. It's it just we, we just it, it, that's how people work. So, uh, anyway. But last thing is the uh, ingenuity on Mars. Yeah, so they dropped it off the rover, so you can see a picture of the little helicopter drone sitting there. I, it might be a little while before it actually flies. Uh, but that'll be the first time anything has ever flown, not on Earth. Mm -hmm. So, oh, it's it should a, be pretty cool. It is cool. I... If I remember right, I think <clears throat> I think it said it was going to be like three months after the rover landed on Mars before it was going to fly. So yeah. I'm guessing it's probably got to charge up. I don't know. It don't take three months to charge, but I don't know. I bet it's. I mean, you know, they're they got to wait for right conditions, and because I'm sure it well, doesn't. Yeah, and I'm not so sure that the rover is not going to go past it. And then find out where they're going to try to fly it to, because they don't want to just fly it once. I think they, you know, if, if they can, I mean, they might say that it's only going to fly twice, but if they can fly it a hundred times, they're going to do it. So, right, right. Uh, maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. I remember originally it says it's going to fly three times, three ninety-second flights. But come on, first of all, <clears throat> the rechargeable batteries. It has the 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 thing. The the drone has solar panels on it and stuff. Like, why would you 
fly it three times. You know, doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Fly that motherfucker. Let's see all of Mars. Fly that fucking thing all over the place. Right. It's cool as shit, man. I, I think it's going to be super badass once we can actually see some, you know, I don't know, some drone footage or some, you know, something like an aerial view-ish footage of, yeah. you know. And the way, we talked about it before, but the way camera technology is today and stuff like that, and, you know, like the frame rate and stuff, it's going to be so much better than anything we've ever seen in our lives. I think it's going to be pretty exciting to actually see that footage. And and right now you yeah. can you could go Google, you know, Ingenuity, you know, Mars uh, Mars drone, and they've got some you know CGI type video and stuff that you can get. You can see it, you know, how how the scientist. Uh, I watched one. Uh, it's been a few days ago, but how it they you know they 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 the mechanism to release it and it drops down on the ground and then they can drive the the, the rover away and stuff like that. And it's just cool, it, you know. It's it's neat. Yeah, and well, and from a technical perspective too, it's uh, it gets understated that Mars does not have the atmosphere of Earth, so flight is much much harder because oh, the air yes. is thin. So yes. you cannot generate nearly as much lift. So everything has to do a whole bunch more work in order to get something into the air. So yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be a impressive engineering feat, and then it would make you wonder if in the future, you know, they can master that. You might see a lot more. You know, the DJI Mars drone goes and just flies around like the rover does, but takes, you know, 4K video at 60 frames a second and blasts it back. I mean, that would, it could be huge. So, well, when you're flying over that island in like uh, Norway or whatever, not Norway, Iceland. Yeah. I guess you could only you know. get about three 90 second flights before you ran out of island, huh? Yeah, right, right. You know, I'm kind of surprised like Elon, like SpaceX, hasn't done something. Like, I, I know they're more into, he's putting all of his money into, or not all his money, but you know, it, into actual people being on Mars, which is super mm -hmm. cool and all. But I'm kind of surprised he hasn't tried to do like a rover or like a drone, something like that, because, man, he could probably have that shit done in a year and have that there. Well, he, he originally said he wanted to send a green plant just in like a glass capsule to mm -hmm. Mars. But just, then, you know, it was way too hard to get to Mars to actually do something just so that he could take a picture of something growing on Mars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that Falcon Heavy rocket, I think, could put a small payload to Mars. <clears throat> but I think they've pretty much, you know, they've only launched a couple of those Falcon heavies, but I think they've pretty much given up on that already in favor of that starship. The one they've been testing down in Texas. Yeah. That's, that's the one that's going to be the future. So that's cool stuff. Well, other than that, what the hell you been up to, man? Nothing. I, uh, Pulled out my camper today and got it all dewinterized and yeah, I, it's it's got like a red gel coat, so I clean it and wax it so that it you know hopefully doesn't fade anytime oh, yeah. soon. Very nice. So yeah, we went out you know into the lake uh, three weekends ago and I I started the winterization on my boat or sorry dewinterization on my boat and uh, you know because like my boat for the listeners is a uh, I got a cruiser style boat, I had a camper, I had a pontoon boat, sold them both, bought a cruiser. Um, which is, you know, a yacht. No, it's not no damn yacht. <laughs> it does have. It has. It's a, it's a yacht with like three decks. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can it, put lots of wine in there. <laughs> it has a. It has a, a bedroom in the front. The as like a dinette area where you, it turns into a bed. Also has a bathroom, a kitchen, and then an aft cabin. It's like another bedroom. It's. Anyways, <laughs> I. Dewinterizing like a boat that big is also a pain in the ass because I wasn't going to pay the uh, 
the marina to do is it. it is it li- is it liquid cooled engine or is it water cooled no it's water cooled well just yeah so it t- from the lake water from yeah, the lake it, as it's, you drive it's an open system yeah yeah so I, I had them winterize it i don't know if i ever told you about this but so i was like you know fuck it i'll just have them do it um we had a 200 dollar credit at the marina and now i love this marina now i won't have them do any more service for me because the guy the main like head mechanic whatever he called me, the foreman, I guess you could say. He called me, hey, Jeremy, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is Kisses so-and-so. Uh, you know, I was going to, you know, look at it when your boat. Are you wanting to do it? And I said, well, yeah, I want to get some prices and, you know, what it costs. Because I got I got two engines. I got the air conditioner. I got the heater. I got the 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 toilet. I got the hot water heater. There's a t- you know, and the generator. There's a ton of shit on it that needs winterized more than just an, an engine. And, uh... He was like, oh, yeah, I'll get your prices and stuff, and yada, yada, yada. Then he calls me back like a week later or two weeks later, and he's like, hey, he goes, hey, Jeremy, this is so-and-so. Uh, I went ahead and I got your boat winterized, and it's going to be blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, you did what? He was like, yeah, I winterized your boat. And I said, well, you were supposed to call me back with prices and stuff before you did that. Anyways, they felt real bad, cut me a deal. Also, I also had a $200 credit, and it still cost me six hundred dollars for them to put 14 gallons of antifreeze in and two bottles of stable it's crazy <laughs> and i was like what like holy fuck now they did i have to i had to get a new battery charger so i bought that outright and they they did it for free the labor on it for free because they did that without asking me and uh Anyway, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just dewinterize the damn thing myself. So I did change the oil in the, in the engines and change the transmission fluid in, in the, well, their transmissions. Um, and they're, you know, it's a gearbox, you know, it's just forward, reverse, and neutral, but change that. And then I changed the oil in the generator, and it's just like all this extra shit. I'd do some work to my slips. So I went down there three weeks ago, and I, I changed the engine in both, changed the oil, sorry, in both engines. I changed one of the gearboxes because I didn't realize I needed six quarts of, of tranny fluid, and I only bought three. Uh, I changed two fuel filters. Turns out I have five fuel filters on that motherfucker. And so I gotta go buy, I bought three more. Uh, I still gotta change a generator and buy an oil filter for the generator. So we're going down here in a couple weeks to finish that. And that'll be the first weekend I actually take it out. It'll be too cold to get out, you know, and like actually get in the water. But I'll get out and I'll drive around for a little bit and give her a test, you know. But the season's coming, man. It is. It's. It's. Yeah. It's upon us, and I am so ready for it. Oh fuck! I'm so ready for it. This. Uh, I hate winter. I could live in a place like, I don't know, Florida or Southern Texas, where it doesn't get really shitty. You know. I could do that. I'll do that all year round. I hate. I hate the cold. Yeah. Not a fan of it, but. I look at jobs in Florida and Texas all the time, man. Yeah. Plus the freedom, you know, the freedom yeah, that, of that of, too. Well, especially oh. now that's, that's a big one on my mind lately yeah. is, yeah. you know, if, if, if we're wrong and things don't, if there isn't like a lot more pushback from more States, you know, I don't know. It makes you wonder if, if all that stuff would become the norm If it and you'd d- have to pack up. If you value the stuff we talk about, you'd have to go Texas or Florida. That's the only place to go. If it doesn't, and it does go that way. I'm gonna wait till Elon opens up Elonville, and I'm moving there. Starbase, Starbase, Texas, yeah. already hiring. Yeah, I looked at jobs the other day. No uh, shit, they are. I didn't realize that. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's. Well, so they have in Texas. They have a uh, the engines. They test those in McGregor, 
which I think is south of Dallas, about an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And the Starship is is in Brownsville, Texas, and then Starbase is the you know potentially new town where SpaceX actually does all the the launches and stuff like that. Yeah, he wants to build his own little city down there. Yeah, and then in Florida, it would be a uh, Cape Canaveral, you know, where they launch all the rockets from out of Florida. Yeah, sure. So. Well, we're getting ready to sell our house and everything, you know. So, I mean, maybe I'll just say fuck it. Set a set a buying land here. I'll just right. pack up, pack up, move to Texas. Nah, I'm not doing that. But I mean, if, South Texas would be all right, man. Close to the beach and yeah. not that far from you know Florida or anywhere else or no vacation it, to Mexico. So yeah, and it, which is all you know. Oh, I've been to South Padre one time during spring break, and it was a lot of fun. Really nice been to mexico a handful of times i've never been to florida yet you know we we talked about this year about maybe vacationing in florida um i don't know probably won't happen but we should i say that yeah. but I, I go to the lake every weekend and i don't live like my le- i don't i don't go to the lake here you know i drive down to oklahoma yeah. to, go to the lake you know three and a half hour, excuse me three and a half hours away so florida will be more fun when your boy's a little older yeah well and that's actually what We've actually, usually, so the last three years, we haven't taken a vacation at all because, you know, son, baby, stuff like that. Other than that, we took a vacation every year, and it was like a week-long thing. Usually like a, yeah. cru- a cruise, or one year we went to Beaver Lake for a week and rented a house, and it was badass. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So. Well, I guess that probably covers it for the this episode, right? Yep, works for me. All right, man. Well, talk to you later. All right, see ya. See ya.